from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Just rolling around this morning. Beautiful, beautiful Saturday. Man. It is gorgeous out there. Beautiful blue skies, nice cool temperatures. It's really good. It's gorgeous. It's delicious. What? What are you doing? Peace to you. What? What are you? Doing? No, that's the British thing you were telling me about. Are you giving me the sign, mate? Yeah, you wanker. I don't believe you're going to do that. Yep. On the bloody radio. We got radio. some calls, man. We got sitting here on the freaking. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are we all doing? Well, you sound happy and chipper. Are you outside in your underwear or something? What's the deal with that? Damn! Would you would you would you get out of my uh, security camera? <laughs> We've hacked into your hot tub. We can see everything. Well, yeah, that's what, that's... I'm actually sitting here waiting for the hot tub to hit the right temperature ah, before I get in it. Yeah, sure, that, that's, a, that's a nice thong, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. Fuchsia looks great on you. Yeah, it matches your uh, eyes. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you were talking about all the ammo shortages and everything. And, right. Uh, uh, a little while back, I was uh, over over visiting my dad. We were watching the news, and some knucklehead had been arrested for doing something stupid, and they were running through the list. He had, you know, so many guns and a 1,000 rounds of ammunition. And my dad looked at me and said, what do you call somebody who has a 1,000 rounds of ammunition? And I said, well, well, I call him somebody who's running low on ammunition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he kind of looked at me. He he forgot that, you know, that – that I'm that the adopted, uh, you know, I'm, the, I'm adopted, and the and the redneck genes in the in my gene pool, you know, are not like his other children. Right. So yeah, genetically, you're a little bit different. Yeah, but, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You're the anomaly. Yeah. It is amazing how some people hear some of this. Hey, they had a thousand rounds of ammunition. And all they could think of in their head is a thousand dead bodies or something. And it's like, no, that. that you know, that's not that many a rounds. Thousand, a thousand rounds isn't isn't even a full day at the at the range. Well, if you think about it, if you put it into the smallest context and said uh, a thousand rounds of twenty two ammunition, that literally could fit in half of almost a, a shoebox. And uh, if you got three kids, if you were Bill Burkett with his three boys out with a thousand rounds of ammunition, that's a day of shooting. 22s, it's like tick, 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 tick. You got a semi auto, it's done. You've just burned through 20 rounds in the blink of an eye. Yeah, but, but the, the media would write, oh, a thousand rounds. Yeah, I would be a terrorist. If I, if I heard, you know, <laughs> yeah. if he 10, had 20,000 rounds, if he had uh, a thousand rounds of, you know, 20 millimeter anti gun, uh, you know, anti depleted uranium rounds, okay, I might have a little concern about that. But yeah, a, yeah. a thousand rounds could be any. But, but, you, but your average person on the news has, you know, who's watching the news who 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 isn't familiar with shooting would think that that is some excessive amount. That's that's I don't even. I mean, if you think about somebody, I, mean, I think most you know most people who are seriously into shooting, I think would probably keep about a thousand rounds per caliber. Uh, you know, if they were, if they were, you know, if they were, if they were serious about it. Well, and you think about, uh, you know, the average, the average guy. If you have five guns, if you have a uh, twelve gauge, twenty gauge, a couple twenty twos, your thirty out six, and your thirty thirty. If you add up all the ammo that you have for all those firearms, 
it's probably pretty close to a thousand rounds. Look, man, if I easily, if I, <clears throat> if I get called, hey man, you want to go hunting? I just grab the weapon and I go grab the ammo. I don't. Oh, I have to go buy this and no, I got it. I just yeah. gotta go grab it and go. Yeah, that's it. Let me put I it gotta box. find it. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, recently, that's true. I just recently took two friends who you know they're. They they uh, they love to shoot. They do you know three position you know three uh, three gun matches you know all that stuff. And uh, they asked me to take them you know and and uh, and and teach them a little bit about you know archery because I I do a lot of archery hunting and uh, you know and 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 they both ended up getting bows because you know it you, you know an arrow you can shoot an arrow you know unless unless you manage to Robin Hood it uh, you know a, a thousand times sure. you know? so. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm wondering if all like Jonathan at his shop and all the other people are seeing an uptick in archery sales as ammo becomes harder to find for firearms, and uh, people are looking, you know, uh, to to get into something where they still have, you know, the, to go to the range and and uh, and do the archery. Yeah, well, I know that if uh, after I posted the uh, the link to the story of, from the American Rifleman, uh, a lot of people that was their comeback. A lot of people would say, well, it's a good thing I got plenty of muzzy broadheads or, you know, got my bow just tuned up. and But they're also just thinking of the, the hunting aspect of it as well. So they're, yeah. uh, you know, if you want to go hunt and, and it gets to a point where you can't get ammunition for your rifle, I'm sure we will all be back to the old, uh, you know, stick and bow and, you know, uh, training wheels or whatever it is you got to do to get out in the woods. But I think a lot of the other stuff uh, that everybody are panicking over is, like Bill George said, you know, 5.56 five, and uh, buckshot. Uh, once, once uh, Charlie Oaks uh, mentioned buckshot, my phone blew up with about fifteen different messages and said, "Hey, how far is this place? Where can I get to it? How do you get it? Bring some over here." I mean, whatever. I mean, buckshot is like one of those platinum things that people I, are striving to find. I just turned around and hauled yeah. up tons of double op buck up to Pennsylvania my last trip. There you go, and then he brought no duck loads back with him as he was supposed to. Wow. Well, I I just uh, donated some uh, duck uh, some duck loads to the to the cause. Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine's husband, passed away a couple of years ago, and I helped her clean out a closet. And uh, he was an avid duck hunter and just had tons of steel shot. Well, I'm not a duck hunter, and it would just it would just sit around. So um, Billy Nobles, uh, you know, uh, does a lot of duck guiding and yep. all that kind of thing. So I gave I gave him about what would be a lifetime supply of steel shot. Uh, round so that uh, this guy's ammo could be used by a by a duck hunter and I, I i thought that was an appropriate way to to instead of just having it sit around my closet to you honor know, and, him. and yep. go bad yeah and honor him well i look at it this way tom's a shrewd guy and he's like i give it to billy nobles i know i get at least a free, a free fishing trip out of it so we're all good uh bill billy will take care of me he's, <laughs> he's good he's he's good people yeah maybe he'll <laughs> he take really you, maybe he'll take you on one of them duck hunts man you yeah, might like it you know, you know I've, I've gone a couple of times with him and you know that that's something that i you know i don't do a lot but it is fun it's it's kind of crazy when you got your you got the spread of duck decoys out and then you got dolphins swimming through the duck decoys <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah over there in the kitchen that happens <laughs> quite a bit they're trying to figure out which one's uh, a real duck so they could just take it away from you. Oh well, that's uh, not to, not to tell uh, tell stories, but uh, I'm friends with Julie Weintraub, and she she would post these pictures of these ducks behind her house because she was concerned about duck hunting, 
And for the longest time, I go, I go, Julie, she, she, she posts a picture of, oh, my gosh, there's a turtle climbing onto one of the ducks. And I said, Julie, you do realize those are plastic duck decoys, right, <laughs> that were in this pond, this pond behind your house. She had no idea that they were actually fake ducks. Is that is that is that the diamond trick? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite thing to do is is to tease Julie whenever she you know, on Facebook when she starts talking. I ask her, is that is is it real or is that a real duck or a fake duck? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, I'm glad he it's told me that story. Duck. I, I'm glad he told me that because I do see those posts. I'm friends with Julie as well, and when uh, you always respond in that way, I'm like, what in the heck is he talking about with the duck thing? And she go, well, you would know, Tom, or something. No, she always comes back. Well, I, I I posted a picture of. Uh, my uh, my my yellow lab Clyde with a uh, a retrieving uh, duck uh, training uh, you know toy and she goes well obviously your dog just murdered a duck and I said because I, I asked her if, if she felt it was a real duck or a fake duck right <laughs> and she and uh, you know it's one of those little collapsible with yeah, the floppy yeah. neck and you throw out for the yeah. duck to, to retrieve a training I yeah, yeah but to that, Julie I that was that a real one cool and Clyde go you know Clyde will go and get it I don't know what he would do with a real duck but he'll go get his toy <laughs> that's well I'm hoping to get Bill George down south he came back with all these great regaling stories of you know clouds I haven't been there and if I would have gone this that's morning, that's on my on my bucket list is to go on like a true like you know Louisiana, you know Duck Dynasty kind of duck hunt where you know you got the dogs and you're in the and all that. You know I've I've never done that and it's it's on the bucket list. Yeah, well, you, uh, got, you got to grow a beard first like that. So you got before you go. <laughs> that's a prerequisite. If for that them. is, then I'm out for at least fifty years. Well, I tell yeah, you one thing, down here, down south, the the people at Everglades Adventures has been having phenomenal teal hunting they have just swarmed with teal it's not it's not not one of those things where you're waiting very long uh to to heat up that barrel it's it's funny you know it seems like you know if we if we get the the really cold weather that drops down into florida i guess the, the it pushes it pushes more ducks down to us whereas years where we have the mild winters uh, we just don't see them. He, hey, well, you, you guys, I'm gonna hang up and listen. Uh, yep. Everybody, stay safe out there and uh, get out, get out and enjoy the great outdoors. All right, yeah, man. See you, Tommy. Have a great Christmas, my friend. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, man. All right, uh, thank you so much. We're gonna take a break, Dennis. Uh, we'll get to you, I swear. And when we come back from break, hang on, my friend. We'll be right back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to us by our friends at Brandon Ford. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. We'll be right back. I'm sorry. I'm liking the, I'm liking the boiled crawfish popcorn. I can't help it. It's delicious stuff. It's this, the this, handful that worries me. <laughs> it's going to expand. It that. melts in your mouth. It's all good. It's got a kick. I am disappointed in you. You really think that's kicking? No. no. I'm just saying it has. It, you can. It has a little something. Something. There's a little uh, cayenne pepper in there. It's all warmed up. It's all good. Dennis, I'm out here with these guys who can't even handle like uh, half a gram of uh, cayenne pepper. It's like, ah, it's got kick. 
<laughs> it, it it's sad. Up. It's sad. It slipped it's, up in the dark. It's sad. What are you doing? I know you're hanging on for uh, for dear life for all through the break, man. I'm sorry to make you wait like that, my friend. Uh, no, no big deal. I'm just listening to you guys a little bit and thought I'd give you a call and uh, tell your listeners that we have our archery clinics. Uh, we're trying to start them up on January 5th, uh, Countryside Baptist Church. We've got like one person signed up for the beginner class and one for the bow hunting class. So I kind of figured uh, COVID or uh, Christmas is keeping everybody uh, distracted. So we yeah. may push it off a couple weeks or until February, but we just wanted to, if anyone's interested in our bow clinics, uh, uh, they can reach us on our website, trinitysportsmanministry.com, or they can call me uh, or get get on our Facebook, uh, Trinity Sportsman Ministry. Um, on Facebook too, so yeah. just want to get the word out and and, uh, well, and see if anyone's interested. Well, Dennis, I was uh, matter of fact, I was talking with about those classes with the uh, director of hunting and game management at the FWC uh, at this last commission meeting. I was giving them heck about the lack of opportunity to hunt at Tenerock and the fact that they pay to have hogs removed and and different things and so yeah when i lived not too far from there when 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 i turned around and was talking to him i was like listen we have some excellent opportunities you know and i was i was talking about the class and when you were offering the uh hog hunt with the the bow hunter class at that time you know and i'm like listen they, these people would love to be able to come out to a place like that do a little bit of prep work make it so that when they come out there hey you're taking a sanctioned bow hunting class that's sanctioned by FWC, and Absolutely. hey, you can come out here and you can help remove some wild hogs off an FWC managed area on an FWC lead managed area, and you not, know, and, and not have and, to pay anybody. And and so he's like, yes, and you know, I've been beating them up for years. The local the local leadership there is very anti. Um, expanding hunting opportunities on the area. They've been very fish management oriented for a very long time, and I've been giving them heck, and I gave them heck at this last commission meeting. Well, you so. think that a bow, a bunch of guys out there who are trained by FWC trained people to do it, to go to FWC property to go remove FWC hogs that they usually pay people to do would be a glorious and wonderful, uh, you know, symbiotic relationship i would think so i i've i've been trying i've been knocking on that door unfortunately you know i'm not very many That's people like, are out there helping me shoulder to shoulder but. you should call them dennis you got the power <laughs> i would call the bill to, to go up there I'll, I'll go stand with you i'll go introduce oh, no, myself no. this this I'm is the thing willing. this is the thing it's been telephone video conferences yeah. so you don't even right. have to you could be in a patrol car or sitting in a firehouse or... Or in your underwear. Or, like or Tom, sitting in the hot Tom, tub the like hot Tom tub. Free, you know. Yeah. You, all <laughs> you have to do is call. Yeah, that's true. And nobody calls. The, uh, there was maybe 15 people calling complaining about pelicans taking people's fish and getting caught in <laughs> off, off the Skyway Pier. <laughs> and not one other person called to say, hey, let's let us keep some trout and redfish and snook. Not one. I'm guilty. I didn't call. Yeah, I was right. working. So it yeah. drives me, me crazy too. sometimes. It's so easy. Well, I know that you are out there and you're fighting the good fight, Dennis. And I, I really hope that the class fills up. And usually, 
you know, usually uh, sometimes after Christmas, after little Johnny or Jenny gets her new bow, then uh, hopefully that'll be an uptick and people will get hey, out there and go but shoot. That, that would make a good Christmas present, too. Uh, Absolutely. Buy, buy them the class sure. so they can learn how to use that properly. That'd be awesome. You know? Yeah, that'd be I a good thing. They can actually register and pay online now with our within our website. So there you go. Um, it's very doable, very easily, um, and that it's a quality class. We're actually uh, exploring uh, if they don't want to do a hawk hunt, uh, we're going to offer a uh, probably a bow fishing trip. Oh, now that would be awesome. Oh, that's right up so, my alley. That would be good. You know, you got, I so think Carlos may have to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you may have to sign up. You don't even have a bow. For who are that. you going to? Uh, who are you going to use for the bow hunting trip? Bow fishing. Bow fishing trip. Oh, I've got a, a guy from my church is uh, just getting getting involved with it, and he went through the uh, the FYCCN uh, bow fishing class just recently, and which gives us access to the uh, the equipment to borrow for uh, for when we want to use it. And then I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple. I got one guy that I know that he would allow us to. Uh, do some shore fishing for an owl perch, and I mean that's right. Springtime's coming up, so actually, we should actually, be uh, getting <clears throat> the bedding and uh, the Nile perch, and Best. and then you know I'm, I'm always looking for saltwater opportunities too. Well, I know we we got a pretty good little hookup with uh, Twisted Limbs Bow Fishing. Uh, they, he always does some good stuff, charity stuff with uh, with Jovan and what he does with his boys. But if you're looking for Nile perch. Uh, I know a super secret spot that Carlos gave me about uh, three, three or four years ago that uh, he's not allowed to go to. But he, with your credentials, you could probably go. Awesome! Yeah, absolutely. Airport. Uh, well, I mean, what's the at the, the airport one? Play that by oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that well, also the <laughs> bypass canal, the Tampa Bay bypass canal. Oh, why are you hey. put him over there when you know that other one over by the airport is like loaded hey, to the gills? Like, yeah, but don't, you, can, don't you worry can't about get beyond the gate Dennis. unless you jump the fence. <laughs> what are you talking about? He he's got connections. He That's can probably get through the fence. Ran through the studio. Oh well, there you go, man. Well, well, I'm just trying know. to hook a brother up, man. I mean, well, if it's shooting fish in a ditch, well, it's all actually, good. the best time to go shoot um, tilapia here in Florida is um, February. Yeah. Well, what she just yeah, said that they right made March, yeah, uh, February that 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 well, area. which would be time. about the time the class ends. That's there right. There you go. So Beautiful. you're all good. What, where was that class at? Uh, Countryside Baptist, uh, over where Glenn Kimmon goes to church. Yeah. We know where it is. It's over there where we go for the wild and game dinner every wild single game year. Cookout. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. we don't miss it. And and they can fi- sign up on the Trinity Sportsman's web website. Uh, absolutely. Yep. yep. All right. That's it. That's all you got. Well, I listen. Not you. I know you got more in the woods. I took a month off from the woods. I haven't even been in the woods in the last month. So, let me tell you, I I got out and it felt good. And I'm going out today. I'm going to be hunting. I don't think what I'm hunting for that there's a bag limit. Um, So I'm going to go see how many I can get in my my uh, backpack. He's going fire ant hunting. No. What what am I going hunting for this time of year? Sour oranges. Sour oranges. Are you really? Yes. Oh, you roasting some pork or something? Oh, my my father-in-law. I mean, you can't you can't make moho pork without sour oranges. Sour oranges. Absolutely. Gotta... They do it right. Yeah, if you're doing it right, you got to find the sour oranges. We so. take it for granted down here, but you got to understand for those people in Pennsylvania, that's like, you know, liquid gold. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, no, the citrus I, stuff is awesome. I turn around and and so we, I try and do my part. 
I go do the the sour orange part and uh you know I used to have the lease and I knew where trees were and so I could just run up and pick a whole bunch now I got to go I'm I'm going to revert back to some of my olden days and where I knew some was well, so, well uh, Alan, Alan has a uh, don't forget Alan has a has a stash as well, so yeah. you might want to get a hookup from him as well. <laughs> so, and I'm re- reminiscent, but I remember when I was a kid, just the, those times of years when you could smell the orange blossoms miles oh, yeah. and miles away. I yes. miss those uh, I days. Miss- I miss those days driving I four, man. When you just get around outside of Plant City, all the way from there, all the way to Davenport, man, it was just it just filled the air with orange blossoms. Remember those days? Oh, you just, yeah. I love. I still it. travel through orange blossom areas. Well, I know. It's hard, but it's not the way it used to be. You I know, had one down the block, and they cut it. It's a 10-acre Try to find one in Pinellas County anymore. I got it. one kumquat tree left on my street, and that's it, bro. Damn. And the guy doesn't even like him. He's like, you want him? Come get him. I'm like, okay, we'll be there with bags. Don't worry. Yeah, bring me some in. We'll My be, wife eats them. We'll be filling them up, boy. Well, anyway, we uh, hope you get filled up here pretty soon, Dennis. We uh, Again, if you wanted to go and register and pay and do all that kind of stuff for the class, you can go to, uh, what is it, trinitysportsmansministries.com? Or, or- ministry, not ministry, yeah, not ministries. but uh, And then also uh, May 1st, uh, got a clay shoot coming up again. We're going to be start planning that and reaching out to people and start uh, – Getting that uh, on the books and getting you guys out there to yeah. shoot again. I'm, al- I'm already uh, harassing Carlos, no. you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I might have to miss that one. <laughs> we got Lori's coming. We got uh, Lori Halls is coming up. Uh, hers is coming up uh, next month, so uh, we can get out there and embarrass each other out there as well. So uh, yeah, we'll okay. talk to her about uh, that. Yeah, well, we're gonna hopefully if if we do push our class off to February, we're gonna have some. Uh, New bows from Jonathan. I ordered uh, about eight new. Uh, the, the the old the mission craze. They read. I think I can't remember the name of the new bow that they replaced it with. But uh, we got some new equipment coming from uh, Jonathan, and cool. uh, so we're uh, and I got some new arrow setups, and uh, we're we're looking forward to for hosting this class. So it, it's going to be a good time. Awesome, Dennis. Thank you so much for the phone call, man. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good one. Get right, out of there. Stay guys. warm, man. Them crackers, man, they freeze in this weather. So you got to be careful. you got to be like Carlos and put on uh, your long underwear, a pair of long pants. Negative. Uh, he's negative. got his Altera socks on. Don't listen uh, to these guys. Got his big old brown whoa, whoa, jacket, whoa. three you shirts have on. your Altera socks on? Yeah, of course. Look. Okay. A big old jacket, two shirts. You got two shirts on, yes or no? Do you yes. have two shirts on, yes or no? <laughs> Technically. And a jacket. It's it's a under. He's got a Timberline thing. jacket. He's got uh, his uh, Salt Life shirt on and none of the shirt underneath it. Columbia. I mean, what are you, freezing to death over here? No, man. I always have an under shirt. soaks up the sweat. Can't feel my feet. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. I don't know why I take this abuse. I don't either. Get this abuse. I'll be right back. I'm messing with Diego. 
Little old radio joke. Turn on the microphones and I'm doing this number. <laughs> Just moving my mouth. He's like, Wah! they're pushing buttons. We need to bring, we, the, we need so to bring I mean, the, the pistols. You with, don't fool me. The, the, <laughs> what was it, Phil? We need you to bring those me. little. The, the, the dark guns. Yeah, yeah. The rubber dark guns. You heard yeah. him over there. You don't fool me. We got somebody on the phone? No, uh, he just oh. called in and said uh, it was our buddy Tom Free who's uh, listening via the hot tub. Oh. And he said uh, he has uh, sour oranges. So it looks like your hunt's going to be uh, about 10 minutes long, Bill George. <laughs> you get to drive down to Shore Acres, pick up a bag, and then drive back home. Your day is done. I think he wants to go to the woods. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. I mean, there's more than one reason than just to be out picking oranges. Except, you know... If you're you get caught in the management area in that Hawaiian shirt picking oranges, they know he's not hunting. I don't want to be there. Why? I, just look at him. It can't be any different than the going people going out in their woods and going uh, with whatever they're wearing, and they're looking for morels or uh, you know whatever it is they gather out in the woods. Uh, Eight ma- bags of acorns, Listen. whatever. Magnum PI over here. Who cares? <laughs> Mini Magnum PI over here. I like that's one of the shirts I do like. It is better than that red one. I don't like the red. I don't the like red, the red one. Red and blue one thing. Like, he looks thing. like a big giant macaw with bad hair. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- you know what? Perfect. Yep. I wouldn't have thought of that, but that was a good with, one. With a mustache on top of his beak. And he's got the hair <laughs> slicked back today. I liked it much better when he had the pulse toll digging hair. Yeah, I like that. Like it was well, more of a natural look. Yeah, like Albert Einstein. Yeah, a little bit wackier, but, but the dumb kind. <laughs> so. MC57912 equals what? Well, I don't know. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, we just have fun here, man. Uh, we have fun. Welcome in, everybody. It is the uh, Big and Wild Outdoors halfway through the third hour. We're almost out of here. So if you have any questions or anything like that that you uh, would like to throw at us here on the show, it's always 888 404 1010. It's 888-404-1010 if you want to give us a call. It's pretty easy to do. And uh, we'll try to help you out or ruin your day as much as we actually can or, or whatever it is we can do. Hey, mention the promo code. Uh, promo code Cuban Redneck. If you go to our Facebook page, we have a link right there on our Facebook page. If you go there, there's a link right to Altera socks, gloves, beanies, all those things that uh, every Floridian needs on a day like today. Yep. And... Uh, you can go in, and if you use the promo code Cuban Redneck, you will get 20% off, and you can still get them there on time maybe for uh, Christmas, right? Christmas. Yeah, yeah but he's extending it to the 31st. Yeah, yep. he's extending it all the way down through, so even afterwards if you— Yeah, uh, through Kwanzaa and— uh, Whatever else you— The Three take, Kings. Yeah, what that else? goes into January. Whatever hey, else you got out our there. Our next broadcast will be on Kwanzaa. Oh, I well, there you go. don't know about any of that, but— Well, I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, are we? Um, are you going to go and get a chance? Are you going to go down there and try to do some duck hunting, or are you not going to? If do I it at w- all? if I, I was invited and what I could have gone this morning, but I'm here doing the radio show at the moment. You could have you could have went and uh, called us from there and did live while you're out there going wee 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 trying to do, and uh, do your thing. Look at Steven as DK Flywood's camo man. That's a little faded. That's retro. That's the way you want it, man. It's as soft as a baby's bottom yeah, when he's it gets got to a, be like he's that. He's got a face mask that doesn't even fit his face. You see that? Sure it's, it does. It's like small. It's like a kid's one. The first face mask I actually had when I had it was by DK Flatwood's turkey hunt one. It was a solid one. So defend yourself, sir. 
in your in your masking. Well, and hey, you got to push on. the button. Oh, there you go. First day in radio. First day in radio. <laughs> Steve Austin. Stop it. I, I, uh, I wore it in New Mexico. And it worked fine. It looks great. That's uh, Carlos said. It looked a little it snowed. He said it looks a little faded. I said that right there is when it's it's at its peak. It's perfect. It's soft. It's it doesn't and make it's a warm. sound. And it's a perfect shirt. And when I get the vaccine, I'm going to wear it. Uh, are you? Are you going to get the vac? You're going to get yeah, vac up. Couple weeks, sure. I can't, no reason not to. I can't get it. You I, know, you know, you don't I get. I looked this morning. Everybody's had it's fine. I Over hundred thousand people. I can't. I already got the. You antibody, know, they don't so. give it to you in the arm, right? I can't hear what you're saying. They don't give it to you in the arm. You can't hear me. Seriously, can you hear me now? I said I already have the antibody, so I don't. I don't need it. It's uh, you've already risk. had. It? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, it's already done deal. They don't give back it in, in the February, arm. Back in February. Back a long time ago. All the evidence says the antibodies only last about four months, so. I'm good. I'll take my shot. It's all good. I'll then wait. are we going to have to get a vaccine every four months if, no. if the vaccine just builds no. the antibodies? Maybe once a year. They don't know yet like the other flu shots. But, there you-, you know, this thing's never going away till you get. There'll be no mob mentality till 80% of the people have had it. Yeah, well, as long as they keep the uh, borders open, we'll always have it. So it's all good. Exactly. It's all good. You right. know, when you're like me, though, and you got a compromised immune system, I mean, somebody mentioned on your Facebook page yesterday that uh, they get dizzy and sick when, when they took it and all that. But, you know, I, I get a an IV every eight weeks, and I get dizzy and sick well, for about five minutes, and then I'm fine. Well, yeah, you well know, that's because you're taking that vodka IV, and they're taking actually some sort of medical thing. You know, people, people <laughs> ask me because I personally don't get the flu shot each year it's a choice i make and they asked me whether or not i'd get the vaccine and i turned around i said i'm i don't want to be in the leading edge of that there's a lot of people who probably need it more than i do right now but i'm not against getting the vaccine i just don't want to be in that in that leading i don't want to be the guinea pig either i'll wait a little bit you know Speaking well, of guinea you know, pigs, nothing wrong waiting a little bit if it uh, if it truly worries you. But you know, this ain't going to be. It's based on an old on the SARS vaccine that you've already been getting twenty years ago. Anyway, it's nothing new. Well, well, like I said, I, I'm not against it. I'm not one of these. I, I'm against uh, vaccines. I just choose not to get well, the flu shot each year, and that's just a personal choice for me. But um, I, I I will ultimately at some point get the. The vaccine. This this is interesting. I have an old old can of Lysol. Okay, <laughs> even even the the rim on the bottom is rusted, and it says it's effective against coronavirus on that. So that was yes. at least ten years old. That Lysol can. Okay, yeah, but you there. have to realize so, this is coronavirus nineteen. There yeah. have been a lot of them before this. Yeah, yeah. None go. of them nearly as deadly. I'm going to wait till COVID uh, 23 before I start thinking about the, the vaccine. That's, that's all good. That's past the iPhone. You know what? what? When you're napping one day, I'll guarantee you I'm going to come right there and jab you right in the ass. You know what? Hey. Don't put it past him because the son of a he'll do it. Hey, don't, I will don't Facebook live it, too. Hey, great. Hey, I'll, bring, I'll bring Bill. We'll put it on Facebook. It'll be great. Hey, yeah. Steve, hey. We, we were talking about doing a little squirrel hunt. I want you to be part of that. Come All on. Right? All no, of us together. All of us no. together. Yeah, you do. Shut up. You're going to go. I don't so then just come anymore, for the brotherhood. Yeah, stop hunting. I no, shoot. No, I don't kill. No, 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 no. I'll give you a 410 Topper Junior. You can go out there and pee in the woods for a day. Yeah, come Unless it's whoa, 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 Antifa. Whoa. I don't want to shoot. Come for the brotherhood, man, for the fellowship. Sure. We can always well, use I'll come hang out, but I ain't going to yeah. shoot no squirrels, and I sure as hell ain't eating them. What? What? That, what? That's what I said. It, you could still come and be part of part of the group. Why aren't you um, going to shoot a squirrel? 
He could, he I don't want to kill. I feed him every morning. I buy 50 pounds of feed every month to feed him in my backyard. In your w- backyard. W- where's this at? We're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, in your backyard, you got I, big I have fatty. have 10, 15 every morning. Big, big fatty gray squirrels over there? Big fat ones because I've been feeding them for two years. And the limit is 15, right? Is that what I'm saying? 15? Yeah. Limit's uh, 15? 15, 45. No, I'm, I, know, I know where he lives, so we're all good. Well, if you can get over that Benelli M4, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Oh, sure. He won't shoot a squirrel, but he'll shoot my head. Yeah. 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 And, you're, and you're a big target. Yeah. I ain't missing that booty. Listen. Uh, that's, that's funny. We know when he's as, on the as radio. John Wick said, what is it? Something bold and, and loud. Yeah. Bold and loud. <laughs> yes. well, no, May I suggest the Benelli M4? If it's, <laughs> if it's just because you don't have some paltry 410, you just let me know. I'll let you borrow uh, my little Topper Jr. and you're all good. I would, I would assume that I would probably have a 410. <laughs> I don't ever remember you whipping one out. Well, I have some I have TSS shot. shot. 410. I used to take uh, Ryan down to uh, Wachilla. Remember when I'm holding him up, looking oh, in yeah, there at yeah, the quail? Yeah. That's right. That was he his. He was carrying a 410. That was it, yeah. Well, I say bring it out and warm up the barrel. Yep. What? I said bring it out and warm up the barrel. Let's do this. <laughs> now he's in there talking to himself. What now? Go ahead. The button's broken. The button's broke. You know, you get him and Diego in the same room, and now they're discussing the... But yeah, I mean, oh, okay. yeah, I got a 410, <laughs> but I, I don't shoot well, any animals anymore. I, I retired from hunting, man. No, if we if we go to that uh, clay shoot with uh, Brooksy and them, uh, would you want to shoot in that? You shoot clay pigeons What day still? of the week is it? It's uh, Saturday. You'll shoot be better than me. On probably multiple radio stations. I, okay. Uh, I want to see that somebody... the first of the year? It's coming up in January. Yeah, I want to see somebody get Braden a, a hard time. Oh, trust it, me. It. Yeah. I probably won't be working then, though. I mean, you know, I'm just I'm around here when somebody's sick or on vacation. That's <laughs> when I work. Well, I'll let you know, and if you can go, you're more than welcome to go. I well, appreciate to, it. I mean, what, I, I do shoot sporting clays. I don't what, mind busting them. One of the uh, best uh, sporting clays events we used to always go do up there. Steve and I would do the Schwarzkopf every single year, and I remember one of the first years we went up there. We were walking through there, and we were, we were walking. Then we didn't have carts. We were just walking back in the day, and and Steve's going, look over there in the woods, look look over there, and I was like, what? He goes, look look over there, look what's shadowing us over there, about maybe fifty yards back in the woods, and I looked over and I was like, holy crap, who are those guys? He goes, those are Schwarzkopf's bodyguards. Those are the guys that you don't see that are in the woods, oh. and they were shadowing us with like MP5s, and everything else, like strapped over their bodies. That was during the war. Right that after was, the war. Right after the war. So, and he had a $5 million yeah, bounty on him. he had a price on his head. So uh, you <laughs> had all these guys that were out there full camoed out, and they were back there in the woods that were watching where the general was going. And those are the he ones used to you beat could my see. employees to work in the morning and come hang out at the store. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, dude, do you think they're going to like follow us the whole time? And he's like, well, I mean, you know, they're out. If you see those four guys, then, you know, there's probably like 50 more of them all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the time that I almost tipped over the uh, portage job with you in it and you came out ready to shoot somebody? Almost the- did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because if you can't be annoying as hell, you don't have any reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Ah, you, you yeah, are sure. right. You know, like you're going to get a no out of these guys. You're yeah. not going to get a no. I wouldn't the- get a no out of the Pope. I- yeah, well, I would annoy the crap out of him, that's for sure. No, yeah. the, the general used to gift. come in, he'd have that Colt commander with four stars on those uh, pearly grips in the back of his pants. That's right. I said to him one morning, I said, 
aren't you afraid like some terrorists going to show up, show up here and attack you one morning? He goes, no, I got you and them other two guys. <laughs> and seven <laughs> little buddies right here in my back pocket here. We're all good. That's all she He wrote. wasn't afraid of anything. I mean, he'd come to store nobody with him. He didn't care. No, nah, he was a nice guy. He really was. He was, uh, you know. The last year I think we did that, his daughter, when she was doing the uh, announcing and did all that stuff, I think that was like one of the last years that I went up there. She's a good girl. All right, gentlemen. The general's probably up there in heaven, and he may fly down and smack me, but his daughter. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Yes. Both of them were, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was the big bear, and they're the teddy bears, I can tell you that right now. All right, we're going to take a break. Thank you, Steve, you dirty son. Oh, uh, we're going to take a break. Mm. It is a big and wild outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Go check them out today. Holiday deals, holiday specials, holiday deals like at the dope. Go get out there and see them. They're right there for you. Big and Wild Outdoors will be right back. Wild Outdoors, Spring Gun, Carlos Lopez, Bill George, and Diego. Breaking news. We're all here in the studio. Uh, by the way, real quick before breaking news. No, breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Truck has been found. Ah! I don't know the details of it. Before the show Before the show is over. Nice. Truck has been found, and they're trying to get it sorted out. Uh, with the police. Well, now let me explain something to you, Bill George. Make sure that when they stick photo cameras in your brother's face that he gives all the credit for the capture and uh, return of the F-150 to the Big and Wild Outdoors for their for the due diligence and getting the report out on the news because we're the only one who reported it. Yep, with all the details. And got it out there and uh, get it and go and do what you got to do. It's not often that Truck gets stolen and recovered in what four hours and something. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, we started talking about it uh, almost at the beginning of the shows when you got the alert. And so, has it been found close by, or was it? I, uh, I know right now it's been found. That's why I said more details. I'll figure it out. Uh, well, you got uh, like uh, ten minutes to to figure it out. Who, who do we got? I don't know. Uh, I'm getting typage on the uh, says, stuff. But it says no. Mark in Riverview mentioned if G has 9mm range loads. Yes, they yes. do. Yes, they yeah. do have 9mm range loads. Twenty four ninety five for 50 Yes, they it, do, Mark. Two box limit. It, yeah, two and, box limit. And uh, two will probably not be there after I pass by. And I heard Braden delivers. So, because he went to Tom's house, so Braden delivers. I delivered so. to Tom's because he's not—he's right down the road from my house. It's not very far away. Uh, I know that we did get some six-five uh, Creedmoor in yesterday, but only a case of it, so that's probably not going to be there very long. And it's uh, hunting Creedmoor; it's not, you know, range Creedmoor. So, uh, I know that's there. I know that we had some thirty-odd six, a couple of two seventies. Uh, left uh, 45.70, 500 Action Express, 50 AE, 
Um, I'm trying to picture everything on the back back there. Uh, 5.7 by 28. We had some of that left. No 22 long rifles, just rat shot. 22 mag rat shot, 22 mag rounds. We did have 22 mag rounds. The um, uh, high velocity stuff, we had that there. How about 9 millimeter? Got 9. You got nine. He nine said million. that at the beginning yeah. of the whole well, spiel. Somebody didn't catch it, man. Bellum, Mark nine wants millimeter. to know. Uh, twenty four ninety five for fifty rounds of full metal jacket. I can't remember if it's a, I think it's a one sixty five grain. I well. can't remember, but it's it's there. There's nine. Uh, there's plenty of nine back there. So we we've got that. It's all good. Beautiful. Which um, a lot of places don't have, and uh, if they do have it, they're charging you uh, fifty bucks a a box and. I will say this about Dylan and the crew over at G5 is that uh, all the prices, they did not gouge. They have not gouged. They will not gouge. We're still selling uh, uh, dove loads over there for like nine bucks a box. Well, well, the thing, so, the thing that I turned around and at the whole whole thing over there with G5 is they're not out. They're there to take care of their customers, and you know, yeah. It, 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 they want to make sure their customers are serviced, and that's why there's a limit. There's not just a high price and sell all you can sell. They're there to take care of the customers no, and I, the returning I, customers. I noticed that when I went there, we went to get some. I called Braden. He said, yeah, we got it. I took my uh, son-in-law there. That was and, for the 40. Yeah, and you know what? I was like, how much? Twenty four ninety five. They could be selling this for 35 or Easily. even 40 and they won't do it. Nope. They're, the only time that the prices went up on anything was because it cost them more to get it. That's Correct. the only thing. And I know talking to Charlie Oaks over there at the Oldsmar Flea Market, he was like, you know, when I bought nine millimeters, you know, it cost me this much money, and then it went up by two dollars, and then it jumped up by ten dollars. So, wow. just the the in between guy, the middle guy from the uh, from the distributor to him, it did you know jumped up ten bucks for his cost. So. In those instances, sometimes it can't be helped. It's not that the store is trying to gouge you. Uh, for the most part, at least G5 is not. Now, there are other nefarious guys out there who are, you know, they know they can get it for 50 and you know what they'll do? They'll look at you and go, well, that's the price. If you don't want to go somewhere else, get the hell out of my store. And, you know, do you really want to do business with those people? It's the same thing so. like gas prices. You know, it's pretty much stable around the board. You're going to find it for the same price. The ammo goes up. Everybody's got to go up. Yeah, well, uh, Bill's on the phone. He's hanging out this morning. Uh, I think uh, Bill has a lot of uh, extra ammunition laying around his house. He's probably yeah. trying to sell. So, Bill, what, what do you morning, got? Gentlemen. You getting rid Good of morning, gentlemen. You getting rid of some two seventy or something? What are, what are you getting rid no, of? No, I'm I'm hanging on to them. Come on, I'll give you five bucks I, a box. <laughs> Mexican I, five I Mexican was, pesos. I was talking to my son, Braden. You met my son. You know the. Uh, him being a deputy for the sheriff's department, he's off today. Yeah. And I was telling him about what you all were reporting from that one outfit, that, you know, uh, saying that it's uh, ammo shortage is going to be too deep into 2021. That's right. He feels that it's going to be a as long as Biden is in office, it's going to be shortages going to continue at least for four years. Well, no, he he's he may be right, but that may be the end of twenty twenty one. Well, for Biden's reign, yeah, but but you got to understand that I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the show, but I, I played the uh, the message from the president of Hornady, Mister Hornady himself, talking about that 
you know, they're still pumping out ammo. They're still making it. It's just, you know, getting it out there, and the demand is is, is outstripping the supply. And, uh, you know, talking to other people that I know that are connected in the federal government level, uh, you got to figure the amount of uh, trillions and billions of dollars that are spent by the Defense Department, Homeland Security, FBI, CIA, DEA, um, other departments in the within the military, you know, uh, certain groups like a certain round, so other groups like this kind of round, other groups use this right. exclusively for theirs. So uh, those that money, and, and believe it or not, I know that we like to think we're the center of the universe, but uh, when it comes to manufacturing and bullet supplies, usually law enforcement and military are the uh, first ones who get to go to the feeding trough, if you know what I mean. Well, they so, were... Uh... When I had talked to Hornady first this this week, they said that they can't keep up with the de- demand. No, they've actually increased production by what did he say? Uh, 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 one third or something. They've actually uh, yep. increased actually increased production and still can't keep up. So exactly, but you know, I'm holding on to my light magnums because that's what I deer hunt with when I got a chance. So. You made me drop my popcorn when you said light magnum because then I'll give you twenty bucks a box for that. Because <laughs> my my gun my two seventy Ruger loves the Hornady uh, one hundred and forty grain light magnum. Yes, it does. I don't think there's a gun in the world that doesn't unless it's a semi-auto because it specifically says right on the box, not for use in semi-automatic rifles. Exactly. Yeah, it's hey, got uh, a little, it's got a little too much punch for that. And they don't want any yeah, liabilities. Does, you know, but uh, can you use a uh, Superformance Hornady in a semi-automatic? Yes, but it's okay. also it's also the closest that you're going to get today to the old light mag. It's about the same speeds, and depending on the bullet, that GMX bullet, <clears throat> that solid copper jobby, and all those man, they're so expensive. Right. Anytime you do solid copper, it's you know California compliant, so it's expensive, but. Uh, they you, do. Uh, I'm just wanted to call, you know, my son because he was he took a break from. Uh, he's finishing his bathroom. He's got to uh, finish painting it after remodel. So, but I just wanted to talk to you all about how he felt. But you know, I hope you all have a very merry Christmas and keep up the good work because. Next four years, you guys, you're gonna. We'll see. Have to have this show going. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll keep at it. You know, we we'll have Carlos keep calling the White House and asking for an interview, but uh, yep. you know, yep. see how it goes. Yep. Um, they don't don't hold your breath on that one. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to seem to call us. It's, yep. it's all good, but no, because you know, I don't trust Biden, and I'm I was born and raised in Washington D.C. area, so yeah. things have changed over the years. Yeah, well, Virginia don't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy, go have a Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas, gentlemen, and keep right. up the good work. Thank you, sir. You too. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate Bye-bye. it, man. Merry Christmas. Take care. Yep, Bye-bye. you too. Bye-bye. Uh, we're going to uh, – have you guys, speaking of Christmas, I wanted to go ahead and get that out of before we got here. Are you all done with your shopping, Bill? You done? No. no. Not even no. close? Nope. Carlos? No. Nope. Nope. Who are you still, uh, who are you still going for? But, are you going for the wifey? Kids are pretty easy because uh, pr- they're adults. Well, so. she takes care of that but, uh, <laughs> for the kids. Well, but ninety percent of got, your work is done. Well, yeah, I got I got some stuff for her, and I I think I got one or two people. Okay. Brian, Brian, I got to get Brian some stuff. And uh, uh, Billy, you're done. You're not even no, close to no, done. No, no, 
Neither am I. But I haven't bought the first. I, thing. I do have a question for you. It, it's something I, like I said, we had never really got to a lot of the commission meeting. There was a lot of interest and stuff that happened. But one of the things on the commission meeting is has to do with the definition of a muzzle loader, and they're looking to make it where legally you could take and have it be a muzzle loader. The powder can come in from from the breech end, right? But the bullet has to come in from the muzzle end. Uh-huh. And I wasn't, I hadn't heard of any such firearm before. And I know they have some newer firearms where they're using, um, you know, more modern powders and everything. And so I didn't know if you, had, if that's part of what it was, where they're shoving the bullet down the barrel, but but turn Powder around from and, the back and bringing like a cartridge. Type like thing in from the back. Or pellets, pellets dropped in from the back. Right. But yeah. even then, it has to be an open bore. So I don't understand why that would even. You're going to sit here and tell me that uh, they're going to go to that extreme when you can open up the back, not stick a bullet in it, and put three pellets in there and then close it. I mean, that's yeah, that doesn't make any sense that, to me. But that they're taking the time to change the rules to allow for such, and it's like okay. I'm obviously missed something in the muzzle. I'm gonna have to look world. into that. Well, maybe we'll talk about it next week. But yep. uh, that that sounds fishy. That's sketchy to me. All right, Merry Christmas, everyone. We hope you have a great, and wonderful uh, holiday. Don't forget the reason for the season. Don't just show up one time. Show up a lot of times. Ho ho ho. Later. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Diego. We'll see you guys next Saturday. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much. See you next weekend.